Episode 24 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. Hey. Welcome back, everybody. Today is a mindset episode. Um, a mindset episode. Working on the brain. Oh, yeah, working on the brain. I love these, too. You know, that's, that's <laughs> kind of like my space. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're talking about creativity in the workplace mm. and how creativity can crush competition. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be a good one today. I think it will be. Oh, yeah. You will, you will not be a drone after the day. No, not at all. <laughs> Creativity crushes competition. Let's see if this is actually true. <laughs> <laughs> but first, the intro. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Beyond the Cubicle Podcast, episode number 24. Man, are you serious? Yeah, we, we are rocking and rolling. Got some good feedback this week. Um, keep sharing the podcast. Keep listening. Um, I am one of your hosts, Brian Montgomery. And I'm the other one, Eric Kelly. And that's it. Social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and the Gram. Mm-hmm. That was kind of corny, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> At, this is BTC. Man, what do they call Instagram? Yeah, man, so much. IG, the okay. Gram, right, Instagram, right, really. Right. Uh, YouTube, check us out on YouTube. We put the episodes up right along with the audio every week. Mm-hmm. Go to YouTube.com, search Beyond the Cubicle, and you'll find us there. Be sure to subscribe and mm-hmm. make sure you hit the like button on the video. If you enjoy what you're listening to, what you're seeing, helps other people find us on the platform. If you're checking us out on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and uh, rate us and leave a review. Um, same same concept. Helps people find us on the platform. Um, you know, so today's topic. I actually pulled this topic, man, from a... Uh, one of my other favorite podcasts that I listen to every week. Um, if you're a sports fan, you know who Arian Foster is, former running back for the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. And I think he last played with the Miami Dolphins. Um, phenomenal guy in terms of um, just his intellect, the uh, um, his thoughts on just life and his worldview and things like that. So I love checking out his podcast. It's very diverse. This last week he had on Terry Crews. Actor, mm-hmm. comedian, well, not a traditional comedian, not like a stand-up, but, you know, plays a lot of comedic roles. But, uh, was, man, it was a super interesting conversation. But the thing I picked up on was this quote that he made about creativity and competition. Mm. And what he was saying was creativity can render competition obsolete. The way he explained it, was everybody thinks that the game is competition, mm-hmm. right? And so when you when when you're in one lane, say it's 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 music. Well, everybody's making this type of beat, or everybody's making uh, uh, this type of song, um, or they, this exact example he gave was like records. At one point, everybody was 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 pressing music on records. And it was like, well, maybe this type of vinyl, if we do this, the sound quality could be better, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then somebody came along with the CD. 
<laughs> right? And what totally happened? Again. Right. Records are now more uh, nostalgic mm. than a necessary thing to listen to your music on. Yeah. And then what happened after the CD was the digital file, the MP3. Mm-hmm. And that is pretty much rendered CDs obsolete. Now, as an old guy, it went from A-track. records. <laughs> A-track before to, that. To A-track. <laughs> yeah. We had reel-to-reel. Oh, gee. Okay, so it went from records, reel-to-reel. In fact, 33 records to 45 oh, to yeah, reel-to-reel yeah. to A-track to cassette. Cool. I forgot. And I grew you up got in the to cassette have some era. Birthdays to go where I just went. Yeah. Okay. So I, everybody out there didn't know what I said. Yeah. So the 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 and you're right. The creativity mm-hmm. or the change rendered everything previous to that obsolete. Right. And so it it got me to thinking: Is that a concept that could be applied to how we level up in our careers? Oh, yeah, man. Right? Oh, man. So let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, let's look at somebody who will, won't have to worry about where they get their next uh, gallon of milk. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mr. Gates. Yeah. Okay. He's in a garage, man. Yeah. And he's looking at the future of computing. Right. And somewhere in his psyche, wherever it, whatever happened... He created in his mind the the, the idea of software mm-hmm. driving the process of computing and not hardware. Yes. Because all we knew was hardware. Computers were a new thing. We yes. had raised floors. There was air conditioned. Our computer centers were, were these mammoth whatever. Yep. And he he went ahead to the intersection of creativity mm-hmm. in 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 the computing world. I said, hmm, uh, software is going to be the thing. Right. So I'm going to be ahead of everything, and my software is going to be on all these boxes. Right. And, of course, the rest of that is history. It's um, it's history, yeah. Yeah. So, and at work, it's the same thing. So would you say that the majority of workplaces in the world have an unspoken culture of competition? Uh, Human, human behavior. Uh-huh. is obviously competing. Right. Okay. Um, we both are hungry. Yes. You'd win this one because you're big. <laughs> There's one sandwich in the room. Yeah. Uh, elbows are thrown. I'm probably going to get beat up because I know you outweigh me. But uh-huh. the whole thing is we both are going to do with whatever's in our power to get that thing. Yeah. Well, I go to work. Uh-huh. There's one promotion uh-huh. a year. Yeah, yeah. There's six of us. Dude, I'm thinking about mama and the babies. Yeah. I'm going for it. Yeah. So that is, that's the world that we live in. And and that's something that that, that, that Terry Crews said, too, in that episode. He was like, competition, because he kind of defined it a little bit. It's like competition deals with what's now. Oh, absolutely. What currently exists, the parameters that currently exist, right? And the normal ways to get from A to B, to C. Right. And the competition is around, okay, I can shift this slightly to the left or the right, right to just try to get ahead of the person that I'm competing with. But creativity says, oh, they're doing that this way. <laughs> but let me, well, what if I can go from point A to C without B 
and create a whole new lane over here where everybody else is fighting on this lane. Yeah. And I've created a whole other lane or hill to run up. Yes. Now, that's wisdom, what you just said. Yeah. Um, got a friend named Arthur Andrews. Yep. And, man, he can shoot this stuff up. He can shoot stuff out so fast. Right. One day, I mean, he just had me laying over. He said... <laughs> Even if you win the rat race, mm -hmm. you're still a rat. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, and, oh, and, my and gosh. Comedy and wisdom together, man. He, he, yeah. he, he, he destroys me. But he, he, here's, here's what he was saying. And, and it tied in exactly what Terry was saying, what you're saying. The everyday competition is me at a small-minded view right. trying to outdo you. Right. Okay, that's small. What if I can invent something they've never thought of before? Yes. Now, I will tell you, as a consultant, what uh -huh. I do now, and the coaches and whatever, I get paid for creativity. Yeah, you do. They have people there that do the grunt work. Mm -hmm. My job is to come in, we've got a problem, have you ever seen it before, how do you solve it? Mm -hmm. Now, l let me say how this might play out. I work for you, and you're my boss, right. and you have a problem, and you've gone through all the traditional ways of solving the problem. Rather than come in and think about how I need to beat Larry or, or Kim or Jessica or Bob, I come in and I look at that problem and I step back away from the problem and say, you know, there's got to be another way to solve this. And I go research all the solutions. And maybe it's not there, but maybe in my mind I'm able to put together pieces of a lot of different solutions that work here. Mm -hmm. If I solve it. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about being better than Bob and Jessica and Kim and whoever else. My boss says, this guy's brain works. And it was actually creativity that got me noticed. Yeah. And creativity, honestly, this is going to sound terrible, it beats nose to the grindstone. Yeah, yeah. And so, all right, so I actually looked up an actual definition of creativity. Okay. It says the use of the imagination mm -hmm. or original ideas, especially in the production of an artistic work. Okay, cool. Okay. So here's the part I'm focusing on as it relates to um, the, the traditional workplace, right? Mm -hmm. The first part, the use of the imagination or original ideas. So I'm an accountant. Right. Okay. Um the simplest way that I've always broken down what accounting is to people because the, the stereotypical view is being counters. We got pocket squares, I mean, pocket protectors and all this other stuff, right? i never seen your pocket protector. Bro, I'm, I'm not that type of accountant. <laughs> I've known you for a long time. Yeah, nah, dog. Well, I haven't seen you in a pocket protector. Nah. we got to talk, man. New, look, new wave. <laughs> new wave accountants. <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know... And when people think of accounting, they just think of all this complicated stuff about money and da 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 da, da. Mm -hmm. The simplest way to break down what accounting is, there's a bunch of activity that happens in a given day, mm -hmm. right? And you can apply accounting principles to your everyday life of getting up and going to work. It works for time. It works for money. It works for a lot of things. There's activity that happens in a given day. Mm -hmm. Every activity relates to some uh, bucket, Okay. That you categorize, right? Okay. And so all accounting is doing, for the most part, on a basic level, is categorizing your a big amount of activity and categorizing it so we can analyze it, right? So if you went to the grocery store, okay, there's a bucket for groceries. If 
you went and bought a car. There's a bucket for assets and debt, right? Mm. If you if you sold uh, 55 widgets, there's mm-hmm. a bucket for widget revenue and a bucket for widget, what they call cost of goods sold, right? Mm. So it's all these different buckets, and our job is to kind of make sure the buckets stay clean and accurate, okay? Okay, okay. That's, that's the basics, okay? So in that, there's a whole lot that if there are five accountants, okay, mm-hmm. we're competing for, the, like you say, competing for the same promotion. If mm-hmm. we start out as staff, I'm trying to get to senior. Okay, what do I need to do to get to senior? Well, you need to know how to do this type of accounting. Okay, I'm going to account the hell out of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm looking over here at this guy, and he's doing it. Well, I'm going to make sure my spreadsheet looks better. Absolutely. I'm going to make sure that I know uh, terminology uh, above my pay grade. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But that's still in the same lane. Yeah. So if I want to be creative, that's not solving the problem. That's just doing the task of an everyday accountant better than the next person. Got it. Right? Got it. So for me to be creative, now what I need to do is apply some of all these other principles and pies that we've talked about for 20-some-odd episodes, right? Mm-hmm. And say, how do I now get exposure and a relationship so that I understand what the bigger goal for the financial department is? Got it. What do we want to be doing? And then I'm trying to be creative to say, what are we currently not doing that can make something more efficient, that can add more value, even if it adds more time to my day, but it can add more value over here? And that's where I'm brainstorming. I've mastered the, the day-to-day stuff. I'm not worried about it anymore. If you want to compete with that, oh, that's fine. Oh, well, your account was off by uh, $7. <laughs> Good Everybody on you. can do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that, Good on that's you. a number. You know two, what I mean? So it, it, and that's a real world example right there. Now you just gave me something to think about, mm-hmm. and 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 don't don't get upset when I say this. Yeah. I have never thought that accounting uh-huh. we were going to say creativity in accounting because <laughs> usually creativity yeah. in accounting is jail time. Yeah. Okay. So I'm listening to you going absolutely. Yeah. And for our listeners. There's not one field that you're in that you can't apply some creativity. Creativity, uh, uh, different ways, and, and, and to make it some just different ways of looking at a challenge. We, we had one recently this week. So here, here's a little more background on myself, right? Mm-hmm. The, jo- the part of my job that I now enjoy, that I'm, you know, 13 years in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the beginning, I used to enjoy the day-to-day accounting because it was new to me. It was fresh. Got it. And it was a challenge because I had to learn it. I had to learn all the rules and all that. And that took time. Now that I'm 13 years in, I can wake up in the morning and I know the basic rules of accounting. I'm good. You give me a transaction, ah, yeah, it goes here, it goes here. Mm-hmm. Right? The parts that I enjoy is when I get projects that say, hey, we need to know how to account for this. It's something totally different. Never had it before. All the literature says it should go like this, but the bosses don't want it like that. Mm. How can we do it? Or here's a um, here's a product that we now have. We need to try to project future revenue, future cogs, or future expense, or whatever. How we're going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. But we have nothing. So basically, you're giving me a blank spreadsheet and say, "Come up with something that we can report on or report with." 
And it's got to stay within the rules. Got to stay within the rules. And it's got to make sense. And it's got to add value to the reports and the numbers that we've already set. There you go. So you give give me a blank spreadsheet, I'm going to try to turn it into gold. Mm. That's where creativity and accounting can come from. And and that's just one type of thing. So all you up-and-coming accounting people, don't toss out your creativity. Don't accept the bean counter uh, no, uh, label. label. <laughs> uh, you can be creative and yeah. not go to prison. So right. Just d- don't cut off that part of your brain. I honestly believe, and, and there are some people that just creativity is just not their thing. Uh-huh. And that's fine. But I, I feel like when it comes to trying to get ahead in your career, trying to move to the next level, Creativity has to be applied in some way or another. Everybody has a, an idea for something better. Uh-huh. It's a matter of how they, if they can work it out in their heads, how they communicate it, uh-huh. right? And whether or not they have the ability to execute it. Okay? Got it. That's how I feel. So I feel like everybody has an opportunity to be creative in their career. Uh-huh that will give them an opportunity to then increase their exposure, which turns into relationships, which turns into um, a possible promotion and setting yourself up in a different lane to become more valuable to the company. Okay, so let's go from here. Okay. We understand and we accept that being creative is a positive thing for your career. Yep. How do I turn on creativity? How do I define that? How do I do it? So I, I was looking that up, and I, and I had to start thinking about even how I go through, um, you know, my processes. Uh-huh. I surround myself with creativity every day, and so my mind is already in that mindset to think in the box and outside the box. Uh-huh. One of the things that I was kind of always told and I've always seen, if you want to understand how to break a rule, <laughs> you need to first understand the rule Uh right Uh and so it's like yes you understand everything that's going on in your day-to-day you understand the current processes that are happening you also understand the challenges that you're having with the current processes right but then just on a on on a non nuts and bolts level surround yourself with inspiration and creativity i don't whether it be some people get inspired from music Uh some people get inspired by quotes motivational speakers, um, you know, like that type of thing. Positivity mm-hmm. can sometimes open up creative windows in the mind. You know what I mean? And so for me, one of the first things I do is like I'm usually surrounding myself with something creative. I'm current, I'm always listening to podcasts, right? So, mm-hmm. for example, this topic. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was listening, I heard the quote, and I was like, yo, that can be applied somewhere else. Absolutely. Right? Kind of thinking outside of the box. So I'm taking a big concept, but I'm trying to apply it to... How do we apply it on this level? Yeah. You said a couple of things, and I want to add add this to... In order to be creative, mm-hmm. creativity is only done in the space of positivity. I agree. Here's what happens. Let's say there's a problem on your desk. Yep. If you start thinking about how big the problem is... Mm. Oh my goodness, this has gone on for eight years. I don't know how I'm going to solve this. Right. This is utterly ridiculous. I can't believe they did this. Right. In that in that mindset, you are thinking about how terrible the problem is. Right. In order to be creative, 
you have to say something like, you know, this has been going on for eight years. I cannot imagine how brain dead these people must have been to let that garbage go on for eight years. I'm going to figure around a way around it. Right. And I think in that space is where you get the wins. I mean, if you look at the Wright brothers and flying, mm. <laughs> yeah. nobody flew. Yeah. And there were rules. There's yeah. laws of aerodynamics. There's laws of Physics. the biggest yeah. laws, gravity. And what they, they came up with, how do I take that same thing yeah. and make something positive out of, out of it? So to your point, it's got to be done within uh, the area, the, the state of being positive. Because right. if you're negative, you're focusing on the problem and you're not unleashing the power of creativity because you're too busy thinking about how bad the problem was. So let's say in this order then, focus on creating a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. And probably about, I won't shoot, man, almost 10 episodes ago now, <laughs> um, we did an episode on, I think we may have done two episodes on positivity. Absolutely. So focus on creating um, positive a positive mindset, which will create that positive environment mm -hmm. creativity to kind of nourish. Absolutely. And um, just just for reference, those, that was episode 15 and 16. Okay. Yeah. It's got to be done in a positive mindset. Positive mindset. Then surround yourself with um, inspiration. Ah. Uh, you know, positive people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Creativity begets creativity. Yeah. That, that's something that I've learned, even in my hobbies of doing media and things like that, right? Creativity begets creativity, meaning if in your space of work, if there are people that you know who've kind of been uh, put in positions to, oh, they're the go-to guy for ideas on how to solve problems, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Oh, they're the go-to person. I mean, not make sure we're ginger, ginger mm -hmm. here. But those are the people to go to when their problems come up. There's a reason. They're known for kind of coming up with creative solutions that fit into certain parameters that the company needs to be efficient and successful. Mm -hmm. Align yourself with them. Mm -hmm. um, and hanging out with positive people also... It helps to let, it helps those creative juices go. Because yep. I've walked in a room with you and a couple of other guys and yep. said, "Hey, we got a problem." Blah blah blah. Yep. Your perspective doesn't see it as a problem. Nope. Or you may have seen a solution similar. So hanging around with, and I heard someone use this, so I'm stealing it. Mm -hmm. Possibility thinkers. Oh wow. I Possibility thinkers. Yeah. Now another tip I've got on that one is, go to go to the solution and work backwards. So ask yourself. Mm. If this problem did not exist, what would be in place? Mm. And then you can kind of deconstruct like that thing. So yes. if this problem uh, uh, didn't exist, I'm going to use the Wright brothers. Okay, nobody's flown. If this problem didn't exist, what would be in place? So in their minds, if they go backwards, there would be a vehicle mm -hmm. that would allow them to go through the air. Yep. Okay. Once you've establish that, you say, okay, what would this vehicle have to be able to do? Yeah. And basically, they're reverse engineering the solution. Right. So what happens when we're, when we're thinking about problem solving, instead of focusing on the problem, we're focusing on what would happen if this problem didn't exist. Yep. And when we start ask, asking those questions and working backwards, 
the solutions there. So create a positive space in your mind and just in the environment around you. Mm-hmm. Um, surround yourself with inspiration, whether it be a combination of people, um, um, other media that's positive and inspiring and things like that just to create the the, the nesting ground for creativity, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, just another tip, think outside of the current lane. So like you say with the Wright brothers, look down the road. What would a solution look like if this issue, this roadblock, this problem didn't exist? Mm-hmm. And then kind of begin to work your way back. The whole point of this conversation is really just to get you to um, uh, not focus so much on trying to compete with the minutia from, from, from every day in your everyday task, right? Mm-hmm. But get you to start thinking outside the lanes, outside the box of what you're normally doing to create exposure for yourself. Absolutely. Which then in turn allows you to, 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 uh, to, to gain relationships yep. to the decision makers and things like that yep. so that you can then level up in your career? Uh, people that are creative mm-hmm. and solve problems mm-hmm. get promoted. I didn't say that people that work the hardest get promoted. Right. Is that people that are creative and solve problems get promoted. promoted. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Sounds good. Good way to wrap it up. So going back to our original thing, can creativity crush competition? The answer is yes. Absolutely. It then can create further competition. But when it comes to you, you created the lane you created the hill. Mm. So if you then create another space for competition, you can also create another lane and another hill. Absolutely. You can keep going. Absolutely. And all that does is just make you an even more valuable person and component to the organization. Absolutely. Man, you remember when dunks were just dunks? I do remember when dunks were just dunks. You know the creativity dunks. that's going on oh. now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Vince Carter killed the dunk competition. He did. We're just going to leave on that note. <laughs> For Eric Kelly, I'm Brian Montgomery. This has been Beyond the Cubicle, episode number 24, Creativity Crushes Competition. Oh, yeah. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Mm.